0: You're listening to Riley the Red Pill on Rough Rider Radio. The most recognized source of hip-hop and R&B on the planet. Rough Riders Radio. She's motivated, innovative, inspirational, with real life understanding, and real talk with real situations. It's Rob, the Red Pill Talk Show. Let's go. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Riley the Red Peel coming at you. And you all know I'm super excited. You know why? March. Oh, Lord. What? March is the month of celebration for us. Yes, that's right, Queens. Us. And baby, we are going to be representing and sharing the shine on the you and you. As I always say, we are the stars that make the stars. So although men and women are and should always be celebrated, we're going to bring it in like a lion and take it out like a lamb as the old saying goes. So y'all ready? All right, let's ride. When Shania Twain sang, man, I feel like a woman, she was really on something. And March is the time of year when that feeling becomes more tangible and communal than, uh, than ever. March is Women's History Month, an annual celebration in the United States that recognizes and celebrates the contributions of women all throughout the nation's history. So although gender is a socially constructed con- concept that changes and evolves personally throughout each of our lives, there is no shortage of nuanced and dynamic conversations to be had about women, gender, inequality, and injustice. However, throughout history, uh, women have been erased, (laughs) excluded in fact, Um, and women of color, transgender women, queer women, have been subjected to even more harmful oppression than their white cisgender sisters. So to truly embrace and understand the value of Women's History Month, we must approach our celebrations with intersectional and intention. With that in mind, Women's History Month is both a time to confront the ongoing injustices that plague women around the world and an invitation to celebrate and rejoice in our shared humanity as women. So I want to give an overview in a sense, as National Women's History Month and National Women's Month are both observed in various countries to celebrate and recognize the achievements and contributions of our women throughout history and in contemporary society. These months serve as a reminder of our importance of gender equality and the ongoing struggle for women's rights. So importance of uh, celebrating and acknowledging and the achievements of our women. I want to speak on like or highlight some of the aspects of what we do historically, what we do in arts, just like I, you know, share with you all for the ending of Black History Month and Love Month. I want to get into achievements of women and how it's essential for for us. For several reasons it's important to celebrate and acknowledge achievements of women because it's historical and contemporary con- contributions of women are in so many different aspects of fields that we need to acknowledge it challenges our gender stereotypes and promotes gender equality it inspires our future generations of women to pursue their dreams and aspiration and it fosters more inclusive and equitable society where everyone's talents and contributions are recognized and valued. But we would not be in this place if we didn't have contributions to our history. And some of the women, um, again, as I shared at the end of Black History Month, Love Month, and Healing Month, um, Shirley Chisholm, And kudos to Regina King and her sister for let me digress for a second for coming out with that extraordinary movie about her life and acknowledging her position in Congress and how she made a pivotal point for us as black women in our black culture. But adding to those significant history, uh, excuse me, guys, you all know, I talk fast. I need to slow down. Adding to those significant historical figures and their contributions, um, let me mention Maria Curry. Um, she was one that re- did research in radioactivity and the first woman to win a Nobel Prize. Susan B. Anthony, for she was a leading figure in the women's suffrage movement in the United States. Of course, Rosa Parks. She was the catalyst <laughs> for the Civil Rights Movement through her refusal to give up her seat on a segregated bus in Montgomery, Alabama. But along with historical contributions, their contemporary achievements of women making an impact in our modern society, um, including like Angela Merkel, the chancellor of Germany and one of the world's most powerful. Let me say that again. Powerful women in politics. Malaya Yusufa and I cannot pronounce her last name always right, but Malaya, she was a Nobel Peace Prize winner, um, an advocate for girls' education. And we can't forget about our, our, our girl, Serena Williams, honey. She was a tennis champion, an advocate for gender equality in sports. Come on now. We're making a name for ourselves in so many aspects of who we are as women in various fields and creating the understanding of our gender and what we stand for. And in doing so, we got to make it important of our representation by showing our visibility. And again, being in so various aspects of life, public life is very crucial because it allows us to break down gender stereotypes and biases. Of course, we go through that from generations before us to now and that are in our future. We have to be role models for our generations of women to come ensuring that our women's voices are always heard and perspectives are valued in decision-making processes. Addressing ongoing challenges and highlighting progress as we face these globally and, and independently based on gender-based di- discrimination in the workplace and society. Ongoing violence against women, whether it's domestic, police brutality, Sexual assault and our barriers to education and our employment opportunities. Although women are now making more of a stance in society as far as getting in position with um, dealing with education and employment, it's still an ongoing fight. Progress in advancing women's rights and gender equality, provided that we stand in the stance of showing what women, and how women, excuse me, are impactful. We're creating legislative changes to promote gender equality and protect women's rights. Social movements such as, and I spoke about the Me Too and Time's Up. I forgot about them. Time's Up is also a very important movement, which raises awareness about sexual harassment and assault and grassroots activism to gender, to address our gender disparities in education, healthcare, and economic opportunities. It's all in the balance of us understanding ourselves as women and our placement in society and making a difference in our placement. We gotta be impactful guys. We've gotta set the, not only the mode, not only the understanding, but education and Making our voices heard, because again, we're setting the pace for our generations to come. Intersexuality, which explores how gender intersects with other aspects of identity, such as race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, and social economic statuses. Different forms of discrimination intersect and compound to create unique challenges for marginalized women and highlighting the need for the inclusive and intersectional approaches to addressing gender inequality, which requires empowerment and us taking action. I take action in terms of how I share my stories. For example, being a voice on Riley the Red Pill talk show, sharing stories of empowerment and resilience in the face of adversity, inspiring, excuse me, our young women to better understand your position and your rights, inspiring and taking action and supporting gender equality. That will include advocacy for policy changes, um, supporting, as I stated again, supporting not just black owned businesses, but women owned businesses, and promoting inclusive environments that empower all individuals regardless of gender. Now, you all know that I am and I share my story all the time because I have no, no cut cards. I'm very transparent about myself. But being an ex-offender, I still support uh, women of incarceration. And sharing the fact that I have rebirth to reentry, which is a program that's designed to help women reenter society, As another thing that Riley the does and I promote and I educate and I advocate for. I address the needs of women who are incarcerated because it's essential it's essential for promoting social justice and rehabilitation. Um, this can involve providing access to education as I do, health care and support services both during and after incarceration. But in addition to that, I advocate for reforms in the criminal justice system to address the root causes of why we have such a large female incarceration, and focus more on reducing recidivism rates to, to, you know, race is crucial for creating a more just and equitable society. And so it's very important for me to be a voice in that aspect of helping my women. You have to be relatable in a sense. Um, All of our experiences, we're relatable in some kind of form or fashion. And I always try to teach one so that they can reach one in terms of utilizing your past to help those that may need your help now or from their past as well. We don't share enough about our experiences so that we can educate others to be able to successfully overcome some of our situations, our generational curses, past, um, Hurts, past pains, understanding ourselves better, stepping into our work and being more profound of who we are. It's very important that if you have something that you're relatable for, you know, um, step into step into that ability to exercise or expound on that aspect of who you are so that you can create a foundation of sorts, you know um like i sp- spoke about when i talked about marie Curry's this she her discoveries laid the foundation of modern modern physics and mo- medicine excuse me guys it laid the foundation for modern physics and, and medicine susan b anthony the advocacy for women's suffrage that paved the way for women's rights to vote if it wasn't for her who would have how would we have gotten here you know rosa parks her impact and, and becoming the symbol of civil rights movement. You know, she sparked the Montgomery bus boycott. And I mean, key people that I spoke about the contemporary achievements. Continuously these people are making a mark. Um, when I spoke about Serena, it's her success in tennis that has challenged stereotypes and inspired women and girls worldwide to pursue their athletic dreams. So I wanna address some key points um and speaking about The challenges we've had as women and um, specifically gender based discrimination, um, how it persists in various forms. That includes wage gaps, that includes limited access to leadership positions and cultural biases. Again, um, the progress we've made through legislative changes, such as the implementation of gender equality laws and policies promoting women's rights. These are ongoing challenges. Social movements like the Me Too and Time's Up. Again, having raised awareness about sexual harassment and assault, that is leading to a greater accountability and cultural shift. But it, it, intersectionally, we have to acknowledge that women's experiences were shaped by multiple identities, including race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, orientation and economic statuses. Women are marginalized. Um, our communities face compounded forms of discrimination all the time and barriers to our equality. It's essential to address all forms of oppression, to in- create inclusive and equitable solutions for our women. And I wanted to rephrase that just to make it a key key point of understanding that these are the importance this is the importance, excuse me, of our women and, and um how we empower, we project, and how we need to take action. Empowering stories of resilience, um, highlighting our strengths and um, overcoming these adversities. Taking action to involve how we're advocating, um, as I stated, as my advocation is for women of incarceration. You know, um, supporting women-owned businesses and creating inclusive environments. It's important. I emphasize, emphasize, emphasize reach out and go and support you know our black owned businesses our women businesses our men businesses support um encourage you know um we have to create our own inclusive environments um get involved in grassroots initiatives community organizations work together we got to work together towards our gender equality whether it's transgender women Our men, etc. Our kids, our generations to come. You know, and as I take my own position in supporting women of incarceration, as I spoke of, and how I am establishing, you know, helping us face these unique challenges. There aren't support systems out here for women that are every inner society, nor men, but this is Women's Month, so I wanted to speak on that. Um, There's not support systems out here. We have to create them, and when I said make it relatable, if you've had those experiences before, you're being able to have that understanding on. I call it both sides of the fence. Is a you're able to help people to have a better understanding and to accept things of learning because they feel. Um, I'm not sure if comfortable is the right word to use, but they feel as that, as though they can trust you, if you will. Um. I think not only because of my advocacy for it, I, I make it a priority for rehabilitation and, uh, to help reintegration into the society. So I hope that that helps give people an idea of your testimonies, your journeys, and your stories, how that impact alone can help so many people in time and, 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 and understanding and, and what it is for today. Um, We are important. That's why I always say we are the stars that make the stars, baby. It's all about the you and you. And if you don't know that, you better get to know that. Because if it's no you, it's it's no stars. Think about it. What's interesting enough is that less than a century ago, women in the United States were not even given many of the same freedoms as male counterparts, including the right to vote. And which is crazy because... We had to fight so much more to get rights um, as women, and not saying that men don't either, because honestly, our black men are still fighting for a lot of rights as well as our black women. But that's why it's important that we celebrate women's History Month in the month in in March. Um, we got to recognize the tremendous strides that women have made over the decades. It is also a great opportunity to um, educate yourself on women's history facts. Um, as I am sharing some of these facts, this is because I educate myself on them, um, and I want to be a, a piece of that education to hopefully um, empower you, educate you, inspire you, uplift you. So you have, and and just so that you totally have an understanding of what issues we face and how important we are, and what history has for us. As each year, um, I remember last year's theme. <laughs> Ironically enough, um, we're celebrating women who tell our stories. And, and I, again, telling your story, your journey, your testimony helps those are, um, transitioning through life. And so the National Women's History Alliance aimed to encourage the recognition of women past and present who have been active in all forms of media. And so last year, the forms of media and storytelling, including print, radio, TV, stage, screen, think blogs, podcasts, news, and social media. So it was an emphasis on us to send in the position that I'm in. But this year, the Women's History Month theme for 2024 celebrates women who advocate for equity, diversity, and inclusion. So um, this year, I believe the Women's History Alliance um, will recognize women throughout the country who understand that for a positive future, we need to eliminate bias and discrimination entirely for our lives and institution. Um, and again, reflective of those women like Shirley Chisholm that came before us and fighting for rights in Congress and stood for those reasons um, down to Rosa Parks, um, And various other women that are in our history that um, make an impact. But as I talk about Shirley Chisholm, do you know women only make up 27% of Congress? Like 146 women serve out of 535 total members. (laughs) And though that may be a number of women representatives uh, that... Hopefully we'll continue to rise. It is important to keep in mind that our population is fifty point four in women, according to the census data. So that's little to nothing, guys. Total of out of five thirty-five, we only make up forty-six women serve in Congress. I mean and, and I mean and as we go into census data, women outnumber men as they get older. Um Women, I think now the the trend or not trend, excuse me, I'm sorry. This data information, women age 85 and older outnumber men by two to one. And that's since 2022. And that that will put us about 4.1 million women to 2.2 million men in the United States. And so therefore that leads to this issue that we're having and we will be discussing this month. Um, I will be having some men come on and speak about it as well. Getting into these relationships, why is what you call it the two to one type ratio? (laughs) And this dating pool is trash, so people say. Um, So many more women. We're outnumbering the men. And men start focusing on their health and prioritizing themselves and realizing the importance that they have. And we stop emasculating our men. Maybe our numbers would change. I don't know. What y'all think? But something's got to give because, uh, I love my men and I need my men. So I need that to not be an issue. But, um, again, i data census data's on not only was it, I gave you an outline on Congress and how we're outnumbering our men, but even in the education aspect, women are continuing to outnumber men in the achievement of post-secondary degrees. um, And I think since 2021, from the Education Data Initiative, it was like 59% at that time um, of women who continued their education after high school compared to 50% of men. Now, I haven't updated my census information. This is just off the top of my head. but And to know what's happening in 2024, but still at that percent level, again, that's that two-to-one ratio if you think about it. But at the same time that we may be earning our college degrees, and we're excelling more than men, um, we still have the 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 biases and the the um what what's the word I'm looking for? We don't have the support or the the uh given ability to acknowledge what our worth is in the workplace. So while white women are what paid like 82 cents for every dollar, a man makes that gap widen even more for women of color because according to like I think it was 2022 and the research and again I haven't updated my dates guys I'm sorry um, but I looked into the Pew Research Center and black women earned 70 cents for every dollar <laughs> while Latino women were earning like 65 cents and then Asian women were paid closest to men at that time they were earning like 93 cents to a man's dollar which is crazy. So you have 82 cents for white women. 93 cents for Asian women. 65 for Latino women. And we're coming in at between Asian and... Um, I'm sorry, white and, and Latino at 70 cents for every dollar. It's crazy. But it says this, that even... More so the biases of mothers were likely were less likely to be hired in that research, um, because when they were offered jobs, women also face what is known as the motherhood penalty. And that's earning less money because they became mothers. That's crazy. But however, there is an evidence of fatherhood bonus in which men who became fathers actually started earning more. Y'all look into y'all gotta get educated, I'm telling you. I love doing research. Um and my data numbers, even though I apologize, I don't have the accurate dates today. Um, but it's crazy, you know. Um, but at the same time that we have this penalty, we have this this dollar point average. We're, um, our percentile in terms of men to women ratio and the lifespan, women are still make up 14% of the active duty military members. So women are also making up 23 of officers in the United States Coast Guard. 21 in officers in the uh, Air Force, 8% of officers in the Marine Corps, and 19 officers in the Navy. And I think it's like 19 officers in the Army. So I said Coast Guard. Coast Guard was 21, Air Force 8, which is crazy because Air Force, you focus on technology. But, however, and I'm an Air Force brat, so I guess I'm speaking on that aspect of it. Um, um 19 in the Marine Corps, or... Yeah, 19 Marine Corps, um, wait, 19 in the Navy, excuse me. Marine Corps was 8%, 21 in the Air Force, 23 in the Coast Guard, okay, and then 19% the Army. But it wasn't until, like, 2013, I think the last time I did research, that the U.S. government lifted the ban on women serving in combat positions. So those numbers have maybe fluctuated some, but it's still evident enough that you know women are still coming in at the rear now um interesting enough as we are having this real estate curve currently and you guys know that this is not the right time to be trying to buy no damn house so you know hold off if you can wait till like mid to end year see if the real estate market changes there's so much stuff that's coming up in the real estate market right now and if you don't own land honestly you don't own anything but that's come for another show I'm not going to get into that. But I do want to say this, that, um, again, when we're looking at numbers, um, less than 20% of the world's land is owned by women. And I want to emphasize that you guys buy land, own the land. I tell people all the time, if y'all have not seen, go and watch the McDonald's story. And in watching that story, I learned a lot. I, I educated myself a lot. Um, about ownership and um, just watch them down story and then give me your feedback of what you think once you see it. But land ownership that has it's been dominated by men for such a long period of time. And um, data shows that it won't change anytime soon because I think the perception is um, people don't look at land and understand. I don't think people understand the difference. I think that I personally think that's what it is. And all we see is everything that's a facade is 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 always the best thing when it's not um but if you understood the difference between land and you just leasing or or buying a building you would understand the true aspect of ownership um like in my research according to united nations food and agriculture organization y'all know i got northern accent so don't be laughing at me but anyway less than 20 percent of the world's land is owned by women um it's worth mentioning that in many parts of the world women are not even allowed to own land due to social and legal opposition so we again are still fighting our and are being challenged in so many aspects of being a woman and um and and dealing with you know social economic society right now um the fight's going to continue. I mean, one thing about us, we 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 will pursue and grow and 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 structure ourselves in terms of being having the voice to be heard and um, being able to put ourselves in positions that they didn't think that we would ever put our positions to be. So let's recap for a moment as we discuss so many aspects of why we are, in this celebratory moment of women's month and women's international month as well. Um, It's an annual celebration um, as we know, and the United States recognizes it and celebrates um, all of the contributions of women throughout our history. Although gender is a social constructed concept, it changes and evolves personally through each of our lives and through history. um, Again, understanding that we've been erased and excluded in so many aspects of women of color, transgender women, queer women. And um, it's, it's, it's a stance for us to recognize not only ourselves, but different aspects of how women have created this history to create history month. Um, Again, I think it's important for us to celebrate and acknowledge women's achievements coming from our historical contributions to our contemporary achievements. Um, look at women in your area, for example. These women, oh my God. So I live in Atlanta and let me tell you, coming from DC to Atlanta, the transition of um, seeing the difference because I'm always asked that question because y'all know DC is always given. That's my home. I love it. I would never change that for the world. Um, however, coming to Atlanta, it's just a whole different vibe. It's a vibe of being able to see, um, especially of our community and our culture, being cultivated in in, in the businesses, um, um, education. You know how each and every business supports one another. Now I will say there's some cliches in in Atlanta, and what I mean by that is, it honestly the the model of knowing someone to get in is factual but however there are inlets to avenues of where you can find yourself and succeed successfully in everything that you want to do one of the things I will say about Atlanta is coming here if you don't progress or transition into any and everything that you want to do for yourself that is only because of yourself that you don't succeed because Atlanta gives you provisions Atlanta gives you the the resources Atlanta is the place to to succeed at everything that possibly you can think about me coming here um initially being and digressing the second being in the um, entertainment industry from singing in a gospel choir and a gospel quartet excuse me to acting um, at a young age um, I'm able to expound on that As I live in Atlanta now As you all have seen me in Behind the Veil I'm in the movie Wish um, I'm also in um, The movie Bad Girl Virtuous Woman I'm in Swap Out as well Some of Some of to so name Some of my movies um, I do uh, Backgrounds with sisters And all the queens men And I had the pleasure of being in, um, the upcoming movie for Tyler Perry, six, triple eight black history, black history month and women's history month. That movie is so profound because it is about the female black battalion, um, that, and it was all black females that came in and, um, they were the, the avenue and the resource for, billions of our, and I say billions, I'm i I'm not putting one aspect of number on our men, but in the military that were not getting mail from their loved ones. And these women came in and through, you know, the racism and through the, um, the torture and, and the frustration that uh, black women had and, and being in the military at that time and the hardships that they faced and, you know, being led only by, there were white leaders at that time and being talked to like we're trash. And and that was what was going on in that era to be a part of that movie and work side by side with Kerry Washington and um, Debbie Allen, y'all, come on now. To be able to see this woman in action and just be a part of that movie in itself. um, It's historical, it's epic, it's powerful, it's emotional It's history, and um, I it's just being able to be a part of that for me, it it was so profound. So, I cannot wait till you all get to see it. Um, you'll see the experiences that we had, you'll get the understanding that it gives, You'll, you'll be able to relate in a sense of what our heritage had to offer, and I think that that's. That's the most important thing. Um, these wonderful and amazing and strong black women, at a time that there were so many adversities and so much against black women, more so then than now, um, it's just it's 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 a pivotal point of understanding our culture. So when it does come out of Six Triple Eight, you guys go to the movie, support. It's a black movie. It's a black producer, of course um Tyler Perry and um it's something if you don't know your history because I didn't at that time you better get into your history because this is history um and to be a part of this history it was amazing for me it was truly amazing um and um it's it's also I guess I could say I now <laughs> that Um, I was embarrassed at the time because I didn't know nothing, anything about this part of our culture. And that's sad because again, as I spoke about a black history mom, we were so educated about certain aspects of our black history and um, to have an opportunity like that. It's just, it's amazing to me, but you know, along with that, we get into addressing the ongoing challenges, as I just mentioned, and, and um, make sure that we highlight and understand the progress that we've come from, too. Even though we're we're challenged constantly um, as black women and our black men, but we're talking about our women this month, you know, we, we do have progress. We're progressing at the same time. But there needs to be more of us advocating. There needs to be more of us in the forefront. We need to understand ourselves. We need to understand our culture. Black women, you need to understand how profound and powerful you are. Not just in the homes, but in the workplace, in society. Um, From, you know, the front line of our nurses, thank you for your service, to our military front line, thank you for your service. For our teachers, thank you for your service. Because all of you all are profound in in aspects of life that are either educating supporting um protecting empowering all of those inspiring and aspects of our culture and our life and we need each and every one of you in all of those aspects so we have to understand that representation and that visibility of each and every aspect of women and what they do you know a lot of women um think that oh people in general think that being a housewife is easy it's not we're raising families some of you kudos to you and and congratulations to those that are homeschooling that's something listen I'm a 70s baby I wouldn't have ne- I, we never experienced that but having to go through the transitions of life as we have had with covid etc and understanding now that we're doing something different with our children and and you know teachers are becoming small and few and and um you know our children are having to raise our children because younger fam- younger generations are having to work harder because we're trying to find a placement It it's it's a lot and it takes us to be able to have that change so you know we have to acknowledge these things we have to take action we have to empower um And again, I told you all share your stories, your testimonies, your journeys, be vocal, help somebody to help somebody, you know, you don't know. And I'm going to go back to one of my other shows. And I spoke about this when it was mental health awareness month, just saying, are you okay to somebody makes a difference to somebody because a lot of us are going through a lot and we're not okay. But we need to know it's okay to not be okay. So therefore, it doesn't lead to us suffering in our own silence. It doesn't lead to suicide. It doesn't lead to mental health, depression. But being able to accept that it's okay not to be okay is important. Because it's not every day that we are okay. Hell, I go through days, I'm I'm telling y'all, y'all seen on my TikToks. If you're not on TikTok following me, please follow me on TikTok under Riley the rare Um, I've shared a lot of emotional inter- um, videos at the same time. I've shared empowering videos. I've shared funny videos. But um, I did one specifically that uh, one of the Maori sisters, I think it was Tia. Um, she broke down on her show when she was asked, was she okay? And I shared that. In, in a moment that I was overwhelmed and I had a picture of myself in tears. But sometimes it's just hearing that question being asked. That person may break down or they may scream for joy, whatever the case may be. But know that that's a, a, a viable statement. It, it's, it's important to ask people things like that so that you can help them maybe recognize when they're not okay we do a lot as black women we do a lot as women period you guys from raising our families to um taking on our jobs to our day by day simply just day by day okay just day by day and in those moments where do you find time for yourself where do you focus on you where do you get the rest that you need the 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 time to to manifest your your dreams your goals your aspirations to so just talk with god in these moments in understanding this month of history i'm asking you all to make a um a life change for yourself focus on this mo- month to focus on you focus on where you are focus on what you're trying to get to focus on are you okay Focus on your strengths, your weaknesses. Focus on what it is that you need to um, make yourself have the peace that you need. Because peace, joy, happiness is the key to living a stress-free life. It's the key to living a successful life. It's the key in understanding life as a whole. So take a moment in those times for you. Let me say this. I want to give you all some empowering messages. Um, some tips that I want to share with you all during this, this month of Women's Month. Believe in yourself. Encourage your not only yourself, but other women around you to believe in their abilities and their talents. Remind them, tell them, talk to them and let them know that they are capable of achieving anything that they set their minds to. Embrace your challenges and know that You are challenged daily, you know, Um, but use your challenges as opportunities for growth, learning, educate yourself, encourage yourself. You know, Um, I want to encourage you to step out on your own, step out of your own comfort zones, take on new challenges with confidence. If you, if you in your comfort zone and, but you have a desire and a goal or something you foresee that you want to do for yourself, I need y'all to get shaken stir it up a little bit step outside that box live outside that box for a moment so that you can take on these challenges and be confident about them know that this is the you and you and the success that you have and the capability that you are and the strength that you are have been given to be able to take that next step to be able to progress and continue to do so you know and but in your in your embracing those challenges teach another sister and carry it. Listen, grab another sister by the hand and take her with you because we have to support each other. You know, understanding how much, um, that is important. Support your, our sisters, support other women, uplift each other. Got Gu- girls. I'm about to say guys. I'm sorry. Women, girls, listen, listen, listen. When y'all go to them bathrooms and y'all see a sister, if her hair don't look right, help her out. If she need to get her jumpsuit zipped up, go on and zip it up. Give a compliment. Even sometimes you don't feel like it, just give a compliment. You just don't know how much you are making a day. And I'm so tired of y'all gritting on each other, looking at each, each other outside eye, talking about another sister. Help a sister. Why don't y'all do that? Take this month. If I can challenge you women to take this month and treat a sister like a sister, that's all I asked for. DM me and let me know you did it. I, I mean, if you gave a compliment, say hello as you walk by another sister. Stop bypassing sisters and don't say anything to each other. Support each other. Encourage women to be mentors. Collaborate. Celebrate your achievements of other women. Y'all good girlfriends, as y'all see some of them are going through a storm or or, or gaining new opportunities, support them. You know, cheer them on. Tell her I love you. Girl, you're doing a damn thing. You know, continually learn how... Continually educate yourself and learn. Um, The importance of lifelong learning and personal development is key. Um, Encourage women like yourself to seek out educational opportunities. I'm in school, y'all. 53. I finally, 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 by the grace of God, am in school for my law degree. And um, I'm looking forward to just seeing successfully achieving this goal of mine. This is something I've been wanting to do since I was 17 years old and I'm finally put my mind to do it. My kids are grown, grandkids are doing fine. Everybody's doing great and it's an opportunity for me. So I say that to say, seek out educational opportunities, acquire new skills and stay informed about relevant issues such as the ones I'm encouraging and trying to empower you all to get an understanding of. You know, be resilient. Um, Your setbacks, they're part of your natural life don't let them define your journey you know again digressing for a second me being an um, ex-offender I will not allow that to define me in fact it's empowered me even more to the ability of creating the not the organization that I have, my LLC I have, and it's called rebirth to Reentry. it's excelled me to be able to connect with people that you wouldn't even think I would want to touch and feel but the Kim Kardashians or the Jamal Bryants and and all of those people that pay that are key factors in helping people that are transitioning, re-entering society, reintegration. Um, if it's an opportunity for me, and even if it's a no, at least I'm taking an opportunity. Cause I could take a no all day, but be resilient, be understanding your setbacks are a natural part of life. They're experiences for you to go through so that you can be the better you that's in you. Don't let them define your journey in no way and no how. Um, Face the adversities and keep pushing forward. Push forward towards your goals. Like I said, 53 going to school. I got a lot more other things that's going along with my school. I'll tell y'all about that as my journey continues. Um... But that's not the only thing else I'm doing. Only thing I'm doing. I'm a paralegal. I'm a, I do home health aid. I do my radio show. I'm an actress. I used to be a singer. I have my own organization. I'm getting ready to do my mediation course. So you can't tell me that you can't do what you want to do. And even in during the time that you're doing it, you're still going through setbacks. May it be financial. May it be mental. May it be whatever the case may be. Don't let it be the definition of your journey. You're doing all of this for a reason, y'all. Keep going. Keep pushing yourself. I have talked and um worked with women that have been through tragedies. Um, women, excuse me, I'll have a woman on my show this month that's a burn victim. She was burned on 90% of her body. That's only 10%, y'all. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, you've got to be resilient in every aspect of your life because it's 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 an opportunity that's given to you and you're a God's gift to to everything that you touch, feel, and honor. So we have to break our stereotypes. I challenge y'all traditional gender roles and stereotypes. You know, encourage yourself to pursue your passions and interests regardless of sociata, socio, societal expectations. Regardless of societal expectations, passions, pursue them. Interests, pursue them. Do what you need to do. But more importantly, during the understanding of how you're gaining in the progression of yourself, I emphasize and I will say the key importance of all things is self-care. Prioritize your mental, prioritize your emotional, and prioritize your physical well-being. I want you to take time for yourself. Practice self-compassion. Set set healthy boundaries in your family, in your workplace, in yourself. Set, 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 set. Healthy, 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 healthy boundaries. Y'all know what I mean. Okay, I said it enough, so you need to understand it. But I encourage women to use your voices. Advocate for yourself. Advocate for others. Whether it's in your workplace, your community, in your family, in a, or on a large scale. Y'all in radio, if y'all on the most number one station, y'all got the best TV show out there, listen, empower, advocate, empower women to speak up for what they believe in and affect af- and a positive change. Y'all, we have to do this together. We have to celebrate diversity. We have to recognize and celebrate the diversity of women's experiences, our women's backgrounds. Our identities are so important. I encourage you, encourage you, encourage you inclusivity and intersectionality in discussions about women's empowerment. I encourage you inclusivity. Y'all got to excuse me. Sometimes I get stuck on my words, but, you know, I ain't never ashamed to say so. Lead by example. Encourage, your encourage, encourage, encourage all of those leaders. Those of you that want to be in that forefront, those of you that know how, and I encourage you all to lead by example and be role models for our future generations. So a lot of people ask, how do you do that? Simply. Demonstrating health, strength, resilience, determination. Y'all can, we inspire each other by our, you know, by pursuing our dreams and create a more equitable world. Focus resilience, determination, strength. Just demonstrating all of these things. These messages are just to serve as inspiration and guidance for women. And I am talking to women of all ages. I want y'all to strive for personal and professional growth, especially during National Women's Month, International Women's Day, I think it's a month, but day and beyond. This is a focal point for us. If I can't do anything But I'm trying to do everything at the same time and talking to you all. I encourage you, my sisters, to be great always. To know your worth. To live in the existence of who you are. Utilize your purpose and your talents. Be great always. Y'all are great. Like I said, it's the you and you. The only thing that holds you back from being able to do anything that you want to do in this life... And being able to to be a leader in our generations to come is you. Move out of your own way. Please attach yourself to faith. Allow God to lead you through all things. Understand your worth. Pursue your purpose. Step into your, your resilience and your strength. Along with humility. We have to have that. But learn from your experiences, your journeys, your testimonies. You guys, this is National Women's Month, International Women's Day or Women Month. I'm going to come back and let you all know if I failed to say that correctly. I love my women. I love my community. And I love my culture. You guys thank you for tuning in to Raleigh the Red Pill. Y'all catch me every Saturday on Rough Riders Radio. You know what it is. Rough Riders, Rough Riders, Rough Riders from 7 to 8 p.m. Tune in. Um, make sure you tune in to us each and every day because we have platforms of all of my great DJs and I said mine because we are family. Great DJs and other podcast shows that are on Rough Rider Radio. We thank you for tuning in. It's my pleasure to be a part of your existence to greater things. And that's all that Riley Red, the Red Pill has to offer. I love y'all. Please stay stay connected. DM me on IG under Riley the Red Pill or Facebook, Riley the Red Peel. My private page is Andrea Riley. I am going to be ending my show with two songs from Beyonce. Starting off with Who Runs the World? Going into formation. And I'ma end with Raheem Devon's woman. I love y'all and have a good night.